Hello and welcome to the 130th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. Please repeat, John arrived late to work again. True to form, true to form. Once again, John arrived late to work again. True to form. Okay, so what's the expression there? True to form. What does true to form mean? It means to behave in the same way as always. It's the way somebody always behaves. It's what they always do. It's the usual way they do things. It's the expected way. Like in this case, John arrived late to work again. True to form. That means that he always arrives late to work. How about this one? Mary still doesn't pronounce the S in the third person singular. True to form. True to form. If I say true to form here, it means that she never remembers. She never remembers to pronounce the S in the third person singular. True to form. True to form. It's a good expression. Let's practice the conditionals real quick, okay? Remember the zero conditional. The zero conditional indicates a general truth. Please repeat. If you pronounce the S, your English improves tremendously. Did you get it? I'll repeat it. If you pronounce the S, your English improves tremendously. That's the zero conditional. What's the first conditional? If you pronounce the S, your English will improve tremendously. What's the second? If you pronounced the S, your English would improve tremendously. What's the third? If you had pronounced the S, your English would have improved tremendously. Okay, so there's this concept here of true to form. Like my friend George. George forgot to take out the garbage again this week. He never remembers. True to form. True to form. Or what about Fabiola? Fabiola showed up late for our weekly meeting again. True to form. Fabiola never arrives on time for our weekly meeting. True to form. Yeah, she always shows up late. To show up. Remember that phrasal verb, to show up, means basically to arrive. But there is another interesting meaning of the phrasal verb, to show up. It also means to try to embarrass somebody, to try to make somebody look bad. You know, when you try to do something in front of somebody else, and you try to do it better than they do it, you are trying to show them up. You never want to show up the boss. You don't want to show the boss up. Okay, so this is a transitive verb, a transitive phrasal verb, and we can divide it. Yeah, I don't think it's a good idea to try to show the boss up. I don't think it's a good idea to try to show up the boss. Okay, so do you understand the meaning here of show up? In this case, it's when you try to make somebody else look bad by comparison. You do something in front of that person to try to make them look bad at what they do. Hmm, not a good idea. It's not a good idea to show the boss up. Which kind of reminds me of another phrasal verb, to show off. Now remember, when you learn a verb or when you learn a noun, ask yourselves, if it's a verb, is it a noun? And if it's a noun, is it a verb? Most likely, it is. For example, to show off. What does to show off mean? Well, to show off is when you try to do something to get somebody's attention. Now, if we combine that phrasal verb, we create the noun a show off. 
What's a show-off? Well, a show-off is somebody who tries to get people's attention and praise by demonstrating how clever they are by showing off. So a show-off shows off. Please repeat, a show-off shows off. Look at me, look at me, look what I can do. Yeah, 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 show off. We would say that as kids, you know. Kids like to show off, particularly in front of their peers when they try to impress one another. We used to show off as kids. Please repeat, we used to show off as kids. We used to show off as kids. How do you spell used to? Is it U-S-E-T-O or is it U-S-E-D-T-O? It's U-S-E-D-T-O. Is there another way of saying that? Instead of saying, we used to show off as kids, we would show off as kids. We can use would, remember, to demonstrate repetition in the past. And we would. We would show off as kids on our BMX bikes, for example. Remember BMX bikes? When I was a kid, BMX bikes were all the rage. All the rage. Remember that expression? All the rage means it was trendy, it was cool, it was happening, it was in. And so BMX bikes were all the rage. And we would compete against one another. We would jump to see who could jump the best or who could do a tabletop in the air. So we would show off. Yeah, we would try to do tabletops in the air. We would jump and do tabletops in the air. Are you familiar with a tabletop? I'm sure some of you who are familiar with BMX bikes know what a tabletop is. It's when you jump in the air on your bike and then you lean, you lean a little bit, preferably 90 degrees, and try to take the bike sideways and then return the bike into its original position before landing. Hmm. So we would show off doing tabletops. We would also show off when we skied. Please repeat, we would also show off when we skied. Yeah, it's kind of normal, isn't it, to show off on the slopes, particularly on the moguls. Mogul. If I say mogul, how do you spell it? How do you spell mogul? M-O-G-U-L. M-O-G-U-L. What's a mogul? A mogul is a little pile of snow on the ski slope that you can use to jump. It's like a little bump in the hill. So when you're skiing, it's a lot of fun to ski on top of the moguls and every once in a while jump in the air. Oh, are you thinking about the other mogul? Oh, that's right. There's another meaning of M-O-G-U-L, like a media mogul or a film mogul or a business mogul, right? Not that type of mogul. Yeah, a mogul is an important or powerful person in a particular activity or a particular industry. But I'm talking about a ski mogul, the bumps on the slope that we would use to jump over. So we would show off as kids on the moguls doing back scratchers. What's a back scratcher? A back scratcher is a trick in the moguls when you take off in the air and you try to touch your back with your skis. You take the back of the skis and try to touch your back. You try to scratch your back. It's called a back scratcher. I had a friend who always showed off whenever we skied below the chairlift. Yeah, there's Joe again, showing off, trying to impress the girls. True to form, true to form. True, true, true. That reminds me of a song. Remember the song True by Spandau Ballet back in 1983 from their album called True. 
I love the first few lines. It goes, so true, funny how it seems, always in time, but never in line for dreams. Head over heels when toe to toe, this is the sound of my soul. Head over heels when toe to toe. Well, what does that mean? Well, if you are head over heels, you are very much in love. Yeah, I think Joe's head over heels. Have you seen Joe lately? Yeah, I think he's head over heels. Yeah, right? He is acting very strange lately. Well, he's head over heels. It means that he's very much in love. And what about toe to toe? Remember the lyric here. He says, so true, funny how it seems, always in time, but never in line for dreams. Head over heels when toe to toe. Well, toe to toe, in this case, probably means when you're dancing very closely with somebody. You are toe to toe. How do you spell toe? T-O-E. How do you spell toe? T-O-W. Yeah, you know the difference, right? T-O-E, of course, refers to the five individual parts at the end of our feet. T-O-E. And T-O-W is a verb to tow, which means to pull a vehicle by attaching it to another vehicle. To tow. T-O-W. Once again, we have reached the end of this episode very quickly, but please go back and listen to this, imitate me, write down the new vocabulary, and then go out and use it in your day today. Thanks again for tuning in to Crosby's Nine. I'll see you very soon. Bye-bye.